everybody and welcome back to Things You Can't Ask Your Mum. I'm Lizzie. And I'm Lindsay. And today we're going to be talking about long-term relationships. But before we dive into it, we wanted to recommend the Entail app to listen to your podcast. It's the one both Lindsay and I use and you get a very nice 360 visual experience with it. (laughs) So we put lots of photos on there for things that we're talking about, links to any articles we might mention if we're being intellectual, which isn't often, links (laughs) to any books as well. And just anything that pops up, it's a good way to have a more visual experience to listen to a podcast as well so let's get into it what's your longest relationship Linda uh about six and a half years I think um mine's six as well six and a bit yeah I was just actually on the phone to my mum in the car on the way to get back for this and we were talking about how long ago it was since that relationship finished and it's nearly seven years ago that that all finished as if it's mad isn't it that's so you've been apart longer than you were together now yep yeah that's a weird threshold to cross it is isn't it especially oh my the, gosh the people that you kind of like spend that time with a it's like a different era it's like a different part of your, your life completely like a full chapter yeah, done and dusted closed see you later yeah. it is it like literally is though because as much as often you have the intention of keeping certain things up after a breakup it's so difficult yeah. to move forward at the same time so i know it does become a different a different chapter altogether i can't believe it's been that long i know i know that's great how long have you and james been together i obviously know the answer to these questions i'm just (laughs) asking everyone else (laughs) for the benefit of the tape um yeah it's four years me and james been together a couple months ago about four years yeah that's gone quick as well yeah it really has we looked at each other the night and he was like jesus christ i was like i know four years of life together he was like oh god are you james's (laughs) longest relationship now Oh, I think his was six as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. James, because of what he's like, I just never imagined him to have had a past for some reason. You know, because he's so like of the moment and just not, I don't know, you can't imagine him carrying anything forward of like the worries, the way he deals with things. It's like, this is James now and James now is the only James that there's ever been. Yeah, Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Yeah, he is very chilled like that, very blessed with uh, not an anxious bone in his little body. Oh, the dream. (laughs) Isn't it the dream? Um, Yeah, and how long has it been since you had your last long-term relationship now? Harry and I broke up when I was 24, so I'm just about to turn 28. Yeah. So that'd be three and a half years ago now, yeah. Yeah, God, that is just mad, isn't it? And so much happens in that time. Yeah, it's crazy. It is. Like, such a really, such a strange concept to to grasp. Yeah, it really (laughs) is. As you can probably hear in my my stuttery little sentence then, could not wrap around my head. It is so strange. But because we both had long relationships, we felt that we were experts. (laughs) Of course we are. (laughs) We are here to help. We are here to help. And let's just jump straight in. Relationships, mm. ups and downs, feeling distant from your partner. And that happens in every relationship, doesn't it, at some point? Oh, God, yeah. And if it's not happening, it's not normal. <laughs> Honestly, it, you grow so much and, and move through so much, like individually as well as together, that how on earth can it be plain sailing for all of the years that you're going to spend together in your life? It's just yeah. not going to be. And no. you risk it if you think it is. Because... <laughs> honestly I don't mean to be rude I don't think you're an idiot but you know it's daft to to assume that you're going to sail through life with somebody else who's got a completely different makeup of emotions thoughts feelings hopes and dreams aspirations all of these things you are never going to be 100% in line with each other and 
but that that's that's just I feel like that's just across the board and it might just be me but I have experienced no. ups and downs in all of my relationships and you always get through them and if you're meant to work them out you work them out but if it's too much then that's you know that's a just different decision altogether yeah definitely and and like you said it's the thing where you can't lean on one person the whole time and I oh think it no. can be really common when you want to lean on someone else to see that as a problem in your relationship yeah but it's actually healthier to have lots of different people around you that you can go to for different things and not then seeing that as a, a negative side of your relationship at all or leaving it as distance or anything like that no and I feel like that comes with time and age and kind of like maturity as well because you will understand how important your friends are in your life and your family yeah. is I mean always your family but like the older you get the more you rely on people in, diff- in a different way yeah and begin to understand that whether it's a man or a woman whoever your partner is that that person is not put on this earth to give you a 360 you know load of attention and no, yeah, be able course. to support absolutely everything you need them to because you aren't going to marry up in um in absolutely every thought process that you have no there will be differences and you will have fallouts and you will have sad times yeah that's where you've got your friends that's where you've got your family like you have different people for different things definitely what do you think about because obviously ups and downs are normal and going Hmm. through phases of feeling distant but what when do you think the feeling of feeling distant is a sign that you can't come back together and more than just a phase which everyone experiences yeah um I think for me it's it always is always shrouded in like a nervousness and an anxiety that it's like always in the pit of my stomach it's always my gut that tells me and it's I always found that I couldn't communicate I couldn't get back to communicating in a proper way or in like a clear way with the person yeah and there just seemed to be some kind of breakdown in communication oh it's, I don't know we always say it's the beginning of the end when things like that start to happen and you can't seem to get back to each other yeah and of course it, it takes some time to get back to each other and we we all can get through it but when when it does feel like the beginning of the end it's the dread that comes with it the insomnia yeah. the it's in every oh, thought of yours and of you course. you want it to be different desperately but there's just something inside you telling you that it's ran its course and yeah it, it's so so hard to let go of that because a lot of the time it will creep up on you and you've no idea where it's come from. Yeah, absolutely. And it's just something within you that is telling you that this is, you know, that's yeah. the end of that, that chapter. And it, 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 it's like you realise it's not the beginning of a phase of like, oh, this is, this, you know, the normal phase of mm. coming, coming apart and going together through a relationship, but as yeah. coming apart and exactly then what you said in the way where you can't see the way back to each other, even if you yeah. are like a good communicator and everything. It is just then because you know there's something else blocking, which isn't just a conversation or it isn't just sitting down and having it out. Yeah. And it is hard to put your finger on it as well. It's not just like, oh, well, you don't do this or I don't feel this from you. Or it can be like a myriad of things and lots of little things building up that ultimately um, kind of result in them not being the partner that you need them to be or you know I don't know there's there's so much involved in it all but you've just got to trust yourself with it and nobody ever wants to break up from something that was that has always been happy and and um and kind of positive yeah but you you, sometimes you just can't control the way you feel and it does come out of nowhere Mm -hmm. I've had it in the past where I have been with somebody who was an actual angel put on earth, I think, to, <laughs> to look after me. Yeah. Um, he was the most amazing person. And I still stand by the fact that he's the, one of the most amazing people I've ever met. Um, and he would have walked over hot coals for me and done anything for me. 
but it, it wouldn't work. And it's no. because I'm too fiery and I'm too, I, I just, I think I needed more toughness from someone almost, I don't know, almost someone a bit more argumentative and a bit more yeah, yeah. forthcoming. And I don't know, I just, I needed that from him and he, he, he literally couldn't have been more perfect, but that's where our communication broke down because he, couldn't understand that he couldn't do anymore and I know yeah. he couldn't but I couldn't explain to him why it wasn't working but it just wasn't yeah and that's really shit because you it's not like I could say oh you know I'm, I'm not attracted to you anymore or um you know you're selfish or you don't support me because it wasn't any of those things it was just a combination of me feeling like this wasn't the right thing for me yeah yeah and that's so hard to let someone that amazing go yeah. But knowing and and we tried a couple of times to make it work had some space came back together and always in the space I was like oh god what am I doing I'm such an idiot no let's just sort this out it's fine it's fine it's fine and then every time we were back together again I was like oh god no god no no I shouldn't have I shouldn't have gone yeah, back yeah. here yeah and again I don't know what it was I just it was just a combination of everything just not the right match it's almost not that the right simple match. isn't it yeah but even though it's simple to say that it's so complex realizing that yeah of course it is and you have to really be vulnerable with yourself as well yeah which leads us a very good segue thank you linda onto the next point of communication in relationships which lots of people asked about and the key obviously is being vulnerable in my opinion anyway and yeah. i think people especially wanted to know stuff about how to communicate through conflict but should we start with that more generally communication in relationships i think you and i are both good communicators personally yeah. If not, we if if not too much of an overcom communicators us oh, too. There isn't a single thought that passes through. <laughs> there isn't a single thought that passes through either of our brains that we don't know about. It's so funny. Another WhatsApp message. I'm here to communicate a bit more. Yeah. Oh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, but but notoriously like Lizzie and I have always been in heterosexual relationships so we can only speak for other men communicating with us that we've you yeah. know, been with that men notoriously are absolutely fucking dreadful, dreadful at communicating yes and all of the men i've ever been with are dreadful communicators and it has always been me that is the driving force it's always been me trying to pull teeth um and it, it some sometimes it just takes a long time to straighten out and to really understand what you both need from communication and mm -hmm. And to respect what each other needs as well, because it yeah. can be really tricky if one of you is an oversharer, over communicator, like, okay, today when you did this, can we have a talk? Because, yeah. and then, you know, the other person, usually the guy is like, are you, like, are you all right, mate? Like, yeah. Oh, relax. you just feel bereft when, when you go with something. Yeah like that and yeah. you get shut down with it it's the worst feeling and then it, what you know what we both struggle with I find is that I'll have an issue in my mind I'm like right I'm going to come to this and then I, you make the mistake of imagining what their response might be yeah so it could be something really small that that's happened that you're like I need to talk about this because it will get bigger in my own mind and I think it's really important to be able to identify what those things are and you should then bring them up yeah definitely. And when someone and you go into it calmly and you're like right I've got this and then when someone responds in that way of like what like why are you making a big deal out of this? Yeah. I don't know about you, but it just makes me angry. And then yeah. what should have started as this calm thing in my mind where I'd plant, plotted the whole conversation in my head, mm. suddenly you just 
feel like there's a red mist over you and you're like, I've been so stressed about bringing this to you and been worrying about it. And then you've behaved in this way and now I'm behaving in this way and now we're not talking. (laughs) Yeah. And here we are again, because probably the reason that you're having this conversation is because of the behavior that came before this. And now Mm -hmm. you're being shut down and you don't feel heard. And I find that makes me feel really vulnerable and makes me feel like an idiot. And then it makes me angry. So then I just lose my shit over something so small because of the other person's reaction and they've not been kind enough to be like oh you know I'm sorry I'm sorry that you felt like that like it wasn't my intention or whatever or like you know I know now thank you like for bringing it up in an ideal world which I've never had a conversation with a man that went like that (laughs) Jesus is it so hard (laughs) I also think a big part of communicating it's all well and good exactly like we just said saying I'm going to go in with my heart my sleeve and I'm going to be vulnerable and they're going to say this and we're going to hug and be the best of friends but you also have to learn the, how the other person is. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you know how to deal with James almost. Like, if you and James have a slight bicker over something, even I'll know if you come to me and talk about it, it'll be like, right, the next 24 hours are going to go like this, 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 and this. Yeah. And you can behave this, this, this way and how to get through it. Yeah. Because you do have to learn what the other person's style is with communication. And mm. on the one hand, you're trying to teach them their ways, but sometimes you just can't. And then that's the accepting moment or the moment where you go, I can accept this and make this work as a partner, or I need someone who can communicate more efficiently than that. Yeah. You have to know, you know, really small things like when you know someone really well, they can reply to a message in a certain way and you'll be like, I know what that means. Like, I know I've got to leave them be for the day now, or yeah. I know I won't get anywhere if I push for communication right now. So it is... Yeah learning the nuances of another person and not necessarily going in with your self-help book and being like I've said this this and this therefore you should be meeting me at the same place yeah exactly yeah that's it and in an ideal world that would be oh the dream wouldn't it but yeah it's like we have to do as as women I feel like we have to do double the work because you have to Mm -hmm. maintain their standards your own standards and kind of forward plan and think about the situation so that you both end up not in a row and not in separate beds like (laughs) and it's hard and they won't think about that at all they just don't have communication turns into the conflict which it never needed to be it's almost easier when you go into an argument where an argument starts where you weren't not planning an argument because nobody does but not when you've gone with something in mind to say yeah I find sometimes easier when it just blows up in front of you and then you both have to deal with it there and then and you don't feel like you've got no expectations exactly that yeah or because it's like a feeling of rejection almost when you go to talk to somebody about something and they respond in a in the way where you're like all you needed to say was this this and this yeah but then how many times do we say we fall down by placing an imaginary hoop yeah for them to jump jump through through. they don't know it's bloody there do they no and even if it's there though i don't think they can reach it most of the time (laughs) no too thick way too thick dangling off the edge of the hoop desperately trying to get through yeah honestly one experience i had in a relationship which was confusing is being with someone who has the appearance of being a communicator or as in someone who on like a surface level or their intentions is that they can talk about their emotions. That's probably the best way of describing it. Yeah. And they mean well with it and mean to be able to do that, but still can't. So I ended up in, in something where I thought this is a man who will bring up what he's feeling or what he's worried mm-hmm. about. And then when things just fell off and not being brought up, it was almost more confusing because in my head I was like, well, if something was wrong, I'm sure you would have said because you seem to be someone who's capable of it, yeah. but they still weren't as opposed mm. to, you know, I, I don't, you don't want to do stereotypes 
too many stereotypes but like a really laddish lad like yeah. James yeah <laughs> where you know he's not the greatest communicator so you know you take that leading role with it yeah it was quite confusing when I thought I was with someone who would sometimes take the leading role and then didn't mm. and yeah. yeah I think there is so much to be said again for learning getting to know another person really intimately and using that to your advantage yeah and that's it and and you have you know when you when you're in love and you're in a happy relationship that you want to be in you make allowances for those things and you just like you, you do learn about each other um it takes a long time to really get an even keel with stuff and it's more maybe my expectations of relationships in the past that I've had to let go of what my ideas of that were in yeah. order to maintain effective communication and it just it just works it just one day you're just both like okay this argument was actually fine. It wasn't really an argument. It's a discussion. We listened. Yeah. And we responded. And I feel heard. And that's good. And that's fine. Yeah. And as long as you both are understanding of each other, it's fine and it will work. But it does take a while to get to that point because it depends on your character traits, if you're stubborn, everything. There are so many things to be in the mix here. So don't, you know, don't think woe is me when you're not being heard. Try and understand from the other person's perspective and change the way that you communicate to get what you want out of a resolution or of communication um and that's not to say say you need to change how you behave just you have to understand the best way to get it out of the other person I think yes yeah and, definitely and be more of a team and more of a partnership and yeah like I say, it only comes with time and you can't be in a honeymoon period of a relationship and be the most effective communicators you don't know each other no, you don't. Smoke and mirrors. Yeah, it really, really is. And in the honeymoon phase, we've got a question about that, about the different phases of relationships. Yeah. Generally, it's not when the conflict or the need for communication is coming up because oh, everything's no. so wonderful and perfect mm. that you're never going to have to talk about anything difficult together. You'll never have an argument. You'll never put a foot wrong forever and no. ever and ever. And then invariably, it comes crashing down. Yeah. And I think that is a, the point where a lot of people jump ship, really. Mm, where it starts to get more serious or there is some conflict and you're like whoa 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 didn't sign up for this yeah now, hang yeah. on it's real life buddy yeah when the rose tinted glasses come off yeah that's it have you ever gone through a phase of life where you've been like a serial honeymoon relationshipper <laughs> um, I think I, well I don't know because I when I broke up with my long-term relationship all those years ago as we discovered earlier yeah um, I had a big old stint of dating in London was new to London dating 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 I'd be going on so many dates, meeting loads of people because it was the only way that I could distract myself enough to and, and distract myself and get my confidence back all at yeah. once. Um, but I had, I had a really funny time with it, really, because as much as I love dating and all of the new nice bits and like the exciting first kiss and all the rest of that physical contact stuff, I then would kind of want to pick up where I left off with my ex with this new boy yeah and like project my thoughts of um marriage and babies and stuff like that obviously they never knew about this but in my head that's where I went to like oh okay you're a good fit like maybe I could slot you into where I left off here and then my life won't be that much different um and that's what I struggled with so I didn't really allow myself to have those honeymoon periods I had really good first few dates and things like that which I loved but then I would I would always move on to someone else or they they would be dating many people and it would just you know you fizzle out or you have the people that you would call if you were lonely one night or something like that like I never really got I never did that no it was very different for me yeah 
no I've never been like that either but you no. that, and you know lots of people are in that way of when it does get difficult you don't yeah. you, you your idea or your fantasy of what the one should feel like and what the perfect relationship should feel mm. like suddenly that person doesn't meet up to it in a way that nobody can because the honeymoon does honeymoon period doesn't last forever and then you assume it means that that person's the wrong person for you yeah that is and it's hard because the honeymoon period is a time in your life that just is like sunshine clouds and rainbows and it's hard sometimes to see past that because the good like the better times are coming but to share your life with somebody to go through the ups and downs and to feel like you're on the same team with someone and be supported and have all those amazing things that are so hard to find like those are the that's the real honeymoon part like that is like okay I'm sorted here like I feel really happy and I wouldn't change anything yes you can be a bit of a twat sometimes but I still wouldn't change you like there is there's all of that and like I feel like there's much more there's so much more like I don't know there's so much more to knowing somebody that on that level and that deeply that you do get really upset with each other when you have an argument because you know exactly what is going on in their head yeah and it is yeah it's a different level of honeymoon period I think it's just it is and that's that me and you would say that because you and I both thrive I think in a sense of security yeah definitely. whereas if you were someone who's intimidated by that and see mm. like security is being tied down or being your freedom being taken away yeah that's like two very opposing oh god camps, yeah isn't it I suppose yeah massively so I can understand why people hop from relationship to relationship, have a few months here, a few months there to get yeah. those lovely honeymoon periods where it's just not complicated in any way. Yeah. But then, like you say, the actual real good stuff is the bit after that when you yeah. learn how to like navigate the ups and downs of life alongside another person. It's really lovely. Yeah, it is. I was listening to a podcast, I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, I think, with Alain, Alain de Botan, I think is how you say it. And he, okay. he's like a, a philosopher, first and foremost, I believe, who mostly writes about relationships. And he did an article called Why You'll Marry the Wrong Person, which was like the most read New York Times article for God knows how long. Yeah. Um, I haven't read the article, but he, his whole sort of philosophy is that um, just to say that a relationship is good enough is fine and that yeah. for life to be satisfactory is enough and more it's more symptomatic of the modern day to just want the exceptional the whole time mm. and when really the vast majority of us go through life just thinking oh yeah that things are okay like I'm, I'm all right right now mm-hmm. but to hear someone say that and be like yeah my relationship's fine you'd respond to it have gone oh god that poor person I'm so glad I'm not in a relationship that's just fine yeah. but really he was saying that that should that benchmark is completely okay when all of those things we just said, you imagine what you go through with another person. It can't always be like just this amazing fireworks and ridiculous chemistry and complete harmony and having the best time together 24 no. seven is so unrealistic. And he talks this bit that he spoke about really resonated with me of saying, you put so much um, importance on your partner because they're the person that you've chosen to know you better than anyone, obviously. Mm-hmm. And then you expect them to be able to almost know what you're thinking and what you're feeling before you've even expressed it, before you've done the work to learn how to express it or anything. And so then when they don't, so so the analogy would be like, if I was in a mood and then whoever I was with wasn't tapping into exactly what was wrong and wasn't doing all the right things, jumping through those imaginary hoops, you'd be really, really offended by it because in your mind, you're like, wait, you're the person who's meant to know me inside out and know the inner workings of my mind and feelings mm-hmm. without me having to tell you. And, and this isn't working and I'm so hurt and this isn't, you know, all of that rubbish. Yeah. And 
uh, part of it was saying he believes the truest romance is to be able to give someone a hug and be like I love you so much but sometimes I wish you would get hit by a bus yeah or that like intensity of when it's that one person the love is so strong but also all you sometimes want to do is just push them off a cliff on certain yeah. days Absolutely. obviously the key is not doing that to no, somebody yeah don't actually act on it yeah it was so interesting sorry one more thing not to talk about him too much but he um talks about how when with children we take what they say with so much of a pinch of salt because we trust their loving so much so if your child is tired or hungry or whatever and you're walking home with them and you've made them leave the park and they don't want to they could be like oh I hate you and you would never think my child hates me you would just be like he's tired he's hungry he whatever Mm. you make all these allowances and he was saying sometimes to treat your adult relationships like that is if someone comes at you with something to be able to go right this isn't just me this isn't this person doesn't hate me even that's what they're trying to express Um, there is everything else underneath it um which I like, agree and disagree with, but it was quite an interesting way to think of things differently, I suppose. Yeah. And I can agree with that on some level, especially from my perspective, if, you know, if, some, I don't know, like if I'm hormonal or I'm really tired, I'm so grumpy and snappy and I will, I'll kick off at the, the small things that would normally just wash right over me. Yeah. And that is, you know, that's a product of something that's going on with me, not something wrong with the other person. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just a bitch when I'm on my period and all of that story. But yeah, it's just, it is, it, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it was we'll quite link that, um, that episode. Yes, podcast. I can't remember what podcast it was on. Or just I'll him, he sounds amazing, so let's just link his Yeah, he's got a podcast. big YouTube channel called The School of Life. Um, oh, okay. But it's really, and a website as well. There is quite a lot of interesting things. And he has the most wonderful voice as well to listen to. Oh, it's really? Like a, yeah, a really good British accent. It's very okay. nice to listen to as well. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. That's good. What do you, another one we got, question. Yeah. I think it was a really interesting one is being in a relationship, you know, isn't your forever guy, but your right now guy. I mean, I've got no worries about any of that. Have you? No. But what do you, what do you think? To, I think it's who yeah. you are as a person mm-hmm. whether you are thinking how do I describe this maybe it's as if you what kind of what sort the way that you imagine the universe brings things to you if that makes sense so if you are you're a proactive person for sure so I don't think you could stay with someone who you didn't think was your forever guy no because I think you would think I have to actively go out and find the forever guy and if I'm yeah. with the right now guy I can't whereas mm-hmm. some people might think I'd, I think I'm probably more similar to you that if it's meant for me, it will come to me. And yeah. therefore I could stay with the right now guy. If it's making me happy and the right person will come along at the right time. If yeah. it's meant to. Yeah. So it it is. I think there is yeah two different camps on that for sure. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I obviously was never with my, the person I was supposed to be with throughout all my dating days, but mm. I projected that onto them because I always was trying to find the one person I was trying to be with yeah. so that, but my thought process around the people I was dating would always be, oh yeah, I can see this. Oh yeah, I can see this. Well, no, Linz, absolutely yeah. not. Like you should have ditched him three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, but I just was in this like little fairy tale in my head all the time. So yeah, I've always been trying to find the one person that I'm meant to be with. Yeah. Um, yeah, no matter what that is, it might've just been casual sex and wake up in the morning. And I'm like, oh yes, this is good. This is going to go the distance. Never Pretty hear from charming. me again. Yeah. I get home and I'm like, oh no, actually let's leave that alone. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> I've always been that way with it. But I think it is okay. Like you, it's got to just serve you, suit you. And if it's making you happy, it's making you happy. And 
yeah I just don't, I don't see anything wrong with it as long as you're okay and as long as you are comfortable with that yeah um it's just again such a personal choice in it that is. for sure because I, I couldn't do it no I suppose it's important to work out what makes you realize they're not the forever guy and just the right now guy and so yeah. long as it's not that they're being like upsetting you like you said or hurting you or being abusive in any way and yeah. it's making you happy then if, if you kind of I was going to say happy to coast along which doesn't sound like the right wording at all but if it is working for right now yeah for your oh, life right now yeah I also kind of sometimes believe that that can turn into the forever guy I don't yeah. know I don't when know you're that not any pressure on it yeah yeah mm-hmm. And as the attachment grows with one another and you, you just may, again, it would be whatever you believe the forever guy has to feel like as well. Yeah. Is it this, this moment where you don't question anything, which I yeah. personally don't believe in that moment, but. No, I often wonder how are the women are programmed. Like I was, me and you always say there must be many more women out there who respond differently to different situations and would wouldn't you know for example say I don't know say you had a a suspicion of someone playing away or cheating on you or something and you went through the phone you found some stuff like how people how mad people go about that how wild people get like getting in touch with the other woman like going around to the house like doing a drive-by all these things on films and that you hear people doing but I mean you were always like oh my God, we couldn't do that. Oh no. Oh my God. Oh my God. No, we couldn't do that. And like, as fiery as I am, like I will I'll tear you another asshole, but I could, I just, I can't get to that second level of what men seem to cause like as crazy. I yeah. can't get myself to that other part of it no. all. Everybody is wired up so differently. And yeah. you know, you might have those moments, those click moments where you're like, oh my God, you're the person. But I would just love to know the inner workings of other women's minds. So if you you can get to that second level of crazy, if something's gone awry, if you've really put all that pressure on somebody because you want to marry them, even though it's just the third date, like where your brain goes, I would just love to know because I think we're all wired up in such a similar way, but there are such, you know, there are quite extreme (laughs) parameters. quite extreme parameters in in all of it yeah Um, so it's oh god yeah I would just love to sit with all of you and be like right how would you deal with this situation how would you deal with that what clicks for you how do you know he's the one what has he got to what hoops have you got to jump through all of this and what people will stand for like it's so easy to look at someone else's relationship and be like yeah the limit of it yeah and the perspective that that brings though because once you're in something it's really it's quite cloudy in there isn't it and obviously there's love involved and all of these thoughts and feelings but then and then other people can come and weigh in on that situation really easily with a very black and white opinion from the outside yeah but for you on the inside it's very gray yeah Um, absolutely really hard again it can be so hard when you're in something to to make that distinction like we talked about at the beginning of mm. when something won't work despite all the love you have for one another yeah it's so it's so easy from someone on the outside going well I think you deserve more all of the kind of things that women say to women which are to build each other up and are so yeah. wonderful but it's but, also true it's not even just like a cliche it's like yeah you know, you know that you deserve more and yeah. you know that you are worth more than the, the, the treatment that you're getting yeah hard because it, it comes with a cliche but it is fucking true that's why it gets said say, uh, say yeah. hang on that's why it gets said so often <laughs> absolutely and even harder to leave a relationship that's not that's fine and good and yeah. there is all that love there and nothing bad's happening but you just got that feeling that's like mm. oh but is this really gonna 
go the distance or do I even want it to go the distance anymore it's just so horrible oh god it's like impending doom that isn't it it's absolutely awful it makes you feel sick so it is it is tricky so I do sympathize if any of you are going through that at the moment yeah so finally (laughs) for relationships that aren't going through that and are going through all of the kind of societal steps of relationships the big one which I feel like you can talk about a bit Linz is wanting children and are Mm -hmm. you ready when to know are you ready yeah I think I always say that I think I was born wanting children born ready for children like I've just never I've never not I've never not wanted kids I've, I've always been really maternal seeing my little niece and nephew is like the highlight of everything because they're just pure joy two mm. packets of pure joy and then oh yeah I just I love kids love yeah. kids I'm ready for kids we want kids this this year with COVID and everything has kind of just made us take stock a little bit and it's not in the plan for this year but it's hopefully on the horizon for us it's something mm. we both want but we just we're just biding our time and trying to manage what we want and in life because everything's been thrown up into the air a little bit with like I say the shit that is this world pandemic yeah so yeah I don't know I don't know for some people you won't know you're ready you don't know if you want children I've got friends who aren't sure who are really happy in amazing relationships and maybe have dogs instead or but then over time they've maintained all this all the time that they don't want children but then at some point have decided oh maybe how do you know if you're ready but I do I think I'd like my own kids mm. just don't like kids generally but okay yeah because yeah. you like and love your own kids that's fine and there often isn't like a light bulb moment for stuff like this I think you just have to jump in a lot of the time as long as you're in a healthy supportive relationship and you're both on the same page mm. and you you're not sure but it it is on your mind I don't know a lot of people just say well you're never ready you never know that you're ready and no matter what happens you can't prepare yourself for it because there's nothing Mm. out there like it and it's the first time you're doing it yeah so I think you've just got to not put the pressure on yourself with that light bulb moment at all and what do you think about children have you always wanted them do you how do you feel about it at the moment turning 28 this week Woo woo! I don't know why I feel so weird about turning 28 yeah. <laughs> yeah I do for some reason I'm not sure why Aww. um I I know I want children and I want a family but mm. I don't think I've ever like when Harry and I were together it was never something that we planned or talked about it was just was too young at the time yeah. and I don't think I'm like you in that I have like the inherent Yours seems like part of your being, that maternal thing. I definitely don't have that. If you hand me a baby, it's quite an awkward thing to witness. (laughs) A lot of, Lindsay, Lindsay, come back over here. Lindsay, (laughs) don't leave the room. (laughs) So I do, I definitely do want children. I can't imagine when I'd be ready for it, but also that's just because I'm not in a stable relationship right now where Mm. you talk about the things with the other person. I think it's hard to imagine it when you've not got the person next to you who you'd want to do that with. Yeah, definitely. So I know it's definitely something I want, but not anytime, not anytime soon. And I think again, like not to talk about stereotypes all the time, but I feel like the biological clock thing's so shit but so true and it's not yeah. ticking for me yet and it might not until I'm in my 30s or hitting 30. Yeah. I feel like your 20s you still feel so, well I still feel really young and like I'm not yeah. responsible enough for anything of that, just just something that, that's it, that, that's serious and that forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't permanent. send it back. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, I completely understand that. And it's just, oh, it's so different for everybody. And I, oh, where did I read this article? This is not going to be helpful because I can't bloody think where it was. And it was at the beginning of lockdown, so it was that long ago. I think mm. it might have been on Refinery29, you know. Um, okay. It was about, it was basically discussing how to know if you're ready. Yeah. Um, and all of these new mums weighed in on it. And it was an amazing piece. And there was a whole discussion at the bottom of it in the comments too, like, absolutely didn't know I was ready just thought well let's get on with it and it's the best thing I've ever done in my life or yeah it's the best thing I've ever done in my life it's also the fucking hardest thing I've ever done in my life yeah of course all these opinions no rainbows no fairies just literally brutal like yeah it's fucking hard yes but I wouldn't change it for anything I've never loved so much something so much in my life and yeah yeah and and that's the vibe that I get from lots of moms and it's great that people are more open about it these days and it isn't just this precious thing that happens and it's like you know all absolutely amazing every step of the way it's going to be hard you're going to be sleep deprived you you know you might have a grizzly baby like it's you don't know what you're going to get you don't know how you're going to be as a parent but as long as you've got a supportive network and it's something that you 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 know you do think you want yeah then that's all you can do and like I said even these women that had just had children were like well I didn't have a light bulb moment I didn't I didn't know if I wanted kids I wasn't like suddenly oh my god yes it we need to do this right now yeah um and to be honest with you, as maternal as I am, and as much as I know that I want kids, I'm still absolutely petrified of it all. Yeah. And I'm under no illusion that I'm going to find it really hard, especially with my mental health. And even James is like, yeah, like we will have to knuckle down and, you know, really support each other mm. once this happens because of how anxious I and worrisome I can get. Yeah. I wonder if that will translate into my pregnancy or into me as a mum. I really yeah. hope it doesn't, but we're both aware of that. And it's like, you just draw together as a team and figure it out as you go because that's all you can do because you're dealing Mm. with so many unknowns I also think what's so tricky with it is that you and James could decide or any couple can decide right let's try for a baby now but you don't know Mm. how long that process in itself might take yeah and it's Russian roulette like you can say well let's try and then let's see what happens and you could be Mm -hmm. pregnant the following month or you could find yourself two years down the line and thinking why did I not try sooner but the moment is the moment you decide to try and then from that there's so many unknown bits and so much uncertainty and it's so difficult and again it's not not rainbows and fairies like it's it can be really difficult to get pregnant and there is so much that isn't um talked about again mm-hmm. so you've just got to be really realistic keep your feet on the ground and not put any pressure on yourself yeah. make sure you've got a lovely supportive network around you and that you want to enter into it with the person that you've chosen as your partner yeah 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 that's it. i mean i've not done it yet so that's the only advice i can give <laughs> <laughs> i think it's very sound advice yeah yeah well, I um, think that nicely concludes this episode. Yeah, the pilot episode. Or I think maybe actually... Go on. Just a note about relationships in, during COVID. Oh, um, yes. Yeah, yeah, go on. Because... We're about to go back into it. <laughs> yeah, we are about to go. Yeah, we're about to go back into it. So this will, this is obviously Monday. Hello, everybody, on a Monday. And last Thursday, um, England went back into full lockdown, um, and so that means obviously everybody's at home, being safe, and that means that we're all at home with our partners again. If you if you're in a relationship, and so you've you know pull on the things that worked for you during the last lockdown in England. Pull on all of the positive bits and all of the arts and crafts that you got stuck into and just try to be respectful and kind to each other because as far as we know it's going to be for another month Mm. um there is an end in sight like it's not going to be like this forever and just just honestly the biggest bit of advice I could give is just to be kind and really look after each other 
and make a fuss of like an evening and the transition yeah. from having a working day at home into an evening where you would like pour a glass of wine, cook something really nice, watch a film. Yeah. Yeah. And just just make make the most of having little date nights at home on the sofa and it's yeah. not anything extravagant but it's just being mindful that you're thankful to be locked down together and yeah, yeah you're going to get on each other's tits and it's normal and you you know you might have days where you don't really want to speak to each other because you're sick of the sight of them and it's fine you just yeah. take yourself off take have some space it's totally normal none of us were put on this earth to live in each other's pockets so please don't think oh my god you know this is the beginning of the end because I don't want to speak to him today I don't want to speak to her today whatever it is it's not that like it's so so normal to have these ups and downs when you are living on top of each other yeah um, of course. so just try to draw on things that worked for you last time and be kind to each other because it's um everybody deals with it differently and yeah. whilst I feel a bit brighter going into this lockdown knowing kind of how it went last time and all the good bits that came from that I'm just feeling much more relaxed this time around because I know there's an end in sight and I know that you know I'm at home with somebody I, I quite like so <laughs> I'm very very lucky um, and I know that's not the case for everybody so just just use your support networks and use each other and everything will be okay um, and to that end we actually have a little announcement uh, that we've made um, a thing is you can't ask your mum community Facebook group for you all so we thought it'd be nice to just open up a group, bring the community together, not just for lockdown, but for all of the time. So we can all chat about things we talk about in the podcast or bring up new topics, anything that you, you need support on. I think it's going to be a private group. You'll only be accepted once I've vetted you and um, <laughs> you are allowed to come in and be really welcomed into the community. Lizzie and I will be popping our heads in now and again. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be a really nice way for us all to keep supporting each other through lockdown, yeah. especially if you're living on your own as well. So please feel like you can lean on each other, lean on us, reach out. Um, and we will put the link to the Facebook group in this week's episode on the Entail app and we'll both share it online as well so that you don't miss yeah, it perfect i'll probably be in there every day for hours i'm <laughs> even gonna go I, Lindsay was just saying to me before before we start recording that she'd set this up but couldn't find me on facebook and i'm not even sure how to find myself on oh, facebook God, so i'm sorry. going to go and re-familiarize myself with that and then never yeah. be off facebook for the rest yeah. of this month yeah good <laughs> idea um so yeah i think that does actually conclude our little um, episode today thank you so much for listening everybody so don't forget to like share and subscribe the episode if you've enjoyed today and thank you so much for being here sending all our love to you all um during this really weird time in life and our dms are open and please do reach out to us if you need anything at all and we will catch you next week yes thank you so much everybody we'll see you in the next one bye bye